Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. That's right, boys and girls. You know what time it is. You should know where you are. This is Tyler Chef, and I am the host of the Cashflow Guys Podcast. And this week, we're going to talk about the seven things that will cause you to lose money in 2022. That's right. This is the episode, the crib notes. This is what hopefully will keep, put some money in your pocket, keep the money that you make in your pocket and keep you from spending money or losing money or wasting money or just failing at all this year, right? We're going to learn from the mistakes that the people have come before us have made. Uh, learn from my mistakes. Good Lord, I, I, you, I can assure you I've made several mistakes, lots of mistakes, hundreds, probably thousands of mistakes building my business over the years, and I continue to make different mistakes. Fortunately, the good news is, for the most part, I learn from them, and I try not to repeat them. I'm not perfect at that, and of course, I am human, like each and every one of you. But before we, we're coming into the new year, and I want you guys to have a great 2022. I think it's going to be a great new year. 2021, obviously, and 2020, for that matter, for a lot of you, was probably an absolute dumpster fire. It had some low points, I'll admit, for us, but in the in the grand scheme of things, you know, we came out of it. We're alive. We're in one piece. And frankly, I learned some important lessons this year and last year that I'm going to carry into 2022 that is going to make things easier for me. It's going to make things more profitable for me. It's going to make things more fun, right? Hell, in 2021, we cast off the dock lines and decided to just throw it all, caution to the wind and move to paradise accomplished basically my one of my biggest dreams in life of moving to Key West. We pulled it off. Here we are. We're in Key West, right? All set up, place to live, uh, stuff to do. We're having a good old time, getting situated, starting to meet people, loving life, right? Living the dream. So first of all, this year, I hope to you, for you, if you've got some things that you've been kind of putting off, start thinking about getting serious and proactive about that and making those things happen. I assure you, if you put your head into it and you get serious about it, you can make it happen. Your dreams are achievable. They're not ridiculous. They're not a waste of a time. And this year is the year where it all starts. This is where it all begins. This is New Year's Eve, you know, that drunken, uh, what do you call that, affirmation. This I'm ahead of the schedule. I'll even save you the bar tab and the hangover that comes with it, right? We're just going to jump right into it. Let's talk about those seven things that are going to cause you, that could cause you to lose money in 2022. And when you're armed with these things, guys and girls, knowing what they are, you'll be able to sidestep them when it comes to you, right, when it's your turn. And we'll start the year out right. Let's stop doing our own taxes, shall we? I think this year, the last 12 months, at least, at least the last six months, has proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that no matter what, your government is going to tax the holy hell out of you. They're, they just added, I don't know, 6,000, 8,000 IRS agents to the fold. Well, guess what? They say, oh, that's, that's because we're going to tax the rich. Well, there's not six to 8,000 billionaires in the United States. So they didn't hire all these IRS agents to focus on a handful of billionaires. They hired these IRS agents to go for us because we're the low-hanging fruit. Because we don't have an unlimited budget to hire super expensive tax lawyers to defend ourselves and to maneuver the system. They're coming for us. Understand that. That's not conspiracy theory. It's reality. When you somebody hires 6,000 or 8,000 uh, people to do something that's called attack is what they're doing. And they're, you don't hire six to 8,000 people to take down one person. You hire six to 8,000 people to make a serious statement to the populace. And that's what's going to happen. That's where we're heading. There's not, it's not really avoidable, but what can we do to stay out of the, 
the the wrath of what's what they're doing as far as taxes is to immediately this year before you even earn your first dollar in 2022 go find yourself a good certified public accountant a CPA put them on your hire them find out what it's going to cost let them know what you do for a living how you earn your money they're going to tell you how much it costs in taxes or not in taxes but their fee i assure you it'll be it should be it better be more expensive than h&r block and they're going to do a much better job than any of these people that that are at h&r block i mean good god h&r block a lot of the people your tax preparers they get trained a couple weeks before tax season they they spend a couple hours sitting in a seminar and suddenly they're supposed to be tax experts to do your return. That's dangerous, guys. You're not saving yourself money going the H&R Block route or the TurboTax route, I assure you. The money that you pay your CPA, your tax professional, shouldn't it doesn't really cost you anything because they should be able to save you in taxes an amount equal to or greater than what you're paying them. That I assure you. No, there's no guarantee of that. Of course, there's no guarantee of that. But if they give you that one tidbit of information, that one piece that makes all the difference in your tax bill, well, that could be a good thing. Maybe you've never gotten a refund before and you'll actually get one. Or maybe they'll reduce your tax liability by showing you different strategies, legal strategies you can use to reduce your overall tax obligation. That alone is worth the cost of a tax preparer. Okay, I have one of the greatest, in my opinion, uh, tax and legal professionals on my team, I think that money can buy. And if you probably heard of Mark Kohler and his team, they do our taxes, both corporate and personal. Uh, hopefully you're going to be doing my daughter's taxes this year. And uh, I love that team. That's, that's who I want to deal with. You find somebody that's as talented or similarly talented to what to they are. They're not the only game in town. And frankly, don't pay attention so much to what it costs. Pay attention to the quality, Right. Somebody that's a tax professional and wrote a book might be a good start. So maybe go through Amazon and find out all the authors that are CPAs that's, that have a practice that are real estate, that invest in real estate or believe in real estate or understand the, the tax code revolving around real estate. And let's get them on your team or at least get an interview with them and find out what's going on, okay? And that goes right along the lines with number two, believing that everything Doing everything yourself is going to save you money. This is the year to cast that aside. I have a friend of mine that has a whole bunch of vacation rentals. I don't know, probably 20, 25 of them. This dude does his own taxes to this day. And he's convinced that he spends his whole year reading the tax code and pouring over it. And, and I'm not saying he's not qualified to do it, but I'm saying imagine if he invested that much time in earning money instead of trying to save it on taxes. Well, he could spend, you know, under a thousand, maybe maybe under two or $3,000 hiring a, a good CPA to prepare his returns that will act that actually does this for a living. And in the meantime, go make himself another hundred grand. See, that's smart is invest your money where it makes sense. Hire someone to do the, the tax, the tax work and you go out and learn how to make more money. And the tax person should be able to help you reduce your tax obligation that will come from you making more money. Wouldn't you rather make an extra hundred instead of saving three grand Let's make 2022 about working smarter with our brains and making sure that we don't make silly mistakes like that, okay? Uh, another one I think that needs to happen in 2022 is commit to reading at least one book a month. Oh, Tyler, I hate to read. I don't have time to read. Reading gives me a headache. I can't focus. I have ADHD. My wife won't stop talking to me. Yada, 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 yada. There's a million excuses, guys. You can do books on tape. You can do, you know, through Audible on your cell phone. 
You can do the Kindle app. You can have little apps on your phone. You can, if you can't afford a book, then you can go to the library and get a book for free. You can buy them off of Amazon and thrift books. There's no excuse not to put yourself in front of additional knowledge. Okay. You, you want to have a great year. You'll want to be profitable. You'll want to change your, your current situation for the better. That begins at a library or some other type of establishment that sells books because packed between those covers is information. Now I'll tell you this, guys, I don't always like to read books on, on, uh, real estate or law or psychology or work related, quote unquote, work related stuff. I also love history. I read books about Florida history, Key West history. I read books about psychology because psychology I find fascinating. I read books all about Key West and about culture and all these different things that interest me. And I like to, I, I read stories from old, right? The old days, what's going on in all throughout the state of Florida. I learn from history. I'm a student of history. And frankly, I find it very enjoyable. And you know, if you've not been the per- type of person that reads a lot, maybe try it this year. Commit to read one book a month. I wouldn't start with War and Peace, but find a book, even a small book, and just commit to reading 12 books in 2022. I read, by the way, I'm committed, trying to be committed to reading a book a week. And let me tell you, that's a tall one, so I wouldn't start there. Uh, I'm way behind. I've read I've read about a book every two weeks right now, so I'm about 50% behind, but I'm doing the best I can. So I'm going to tell you, if, it, if this isn't something you normally do, commit to a book a month. Book a month is not rocket science. Okay, not rocket science. If it, if it's a 300-page book, that's 10 pages a day. Okay, 10 lousy pages a day. You're going to learn something new. You're going to get entertainment. It's going to take you away from all the silliness that's going on in the news and mainstream media, and it's going to take you to a different place. I don't care whether it's nonfiction, fiction, self-help. doesn't matter. Underwater basket weaving doesn't matter, but what it's going to do is it's going to put new things, new thoughts, new ideas new stuff to inspire you in your brain. And that's going to make you more productive and it's going to make you more successful, which brings me to wasting time and money on distractions such as social media. Boy, you know, about a month and a half, two months ago, I took social media out of my phone. I got rid of TikTok. I got rid of Facebook. I never really spent any time on TikTok anyway, but it was one of those apps that just sat there. I got rid of Snapchat. That was another app that just sat there. I'm too old for that stuff. Um, and at the behest of my children, they said, Oh my God, get dad, get off of Snapchat. But I didn't realize I was on Snapchat, but that's a whole other story. But um, I got rid of the Facebook app. I got rid of the Instagram app. And I used to keep that stuff on there, and I used to be active on social media because I, I, I believe the lie. I told myself the lie that to be relevant, I needed to be on social media. I need to spend my time looking at your cat videos in order to be relevant in the world. And let me tell you guys, that's a load of crap. Yep, crap, poo-poo, caca. Okay, that that's that's garbage. That is us trying to be essentially being self-absorbed in everybody else's minding, everybody else's business mind except for our own. I don't see any positive in social media anymore. I think it's been it's destroyed itself. I think it's time for social media to go away. But that's just me. But here's the thing: social media is a besides being a massive distraction for some, it can cost you a fortune. That's right. Yep, you think social media is free? It's not. Social media. The whole thing behind social media is the ads, guys. That's why old Zuckerberg doesn't send you a bill, okay? And Jack Dorsey and all these these uh, mega mega uh, CEOs because they're making a killing off of advertising. Now, as someone who uses social media for advertising, that doesn't necessarily break my heart anymore because I'm not getting sucked into somebody's funnel because I'm not there to be sucked into it in the first place. I'm busy 
sitting on the front porch reading a book, or I'm down at the, the waterfront just watching the world go by, having a great old time. But I, I implore you this year, try to get away from social media if you can. Do your best to reduce your social media intake. It's going to make you better for who you are. It's going to make you more focused. It's definitely going to put you in a better mood. Let me tell you, I used to get wound up over social media. I would think, man, I would spend 20 minutes on there and then be mad the rest of the day. And I thought, you know, that's an absolute waste of time, effort, and aggravation. I'm just cutting the cord. And I did. And now I only go on there to check messages. And even when I do get the messages, there's really very little on there that's important, even matters message-wise. So guys, do your best to get away from that. Um, and that leads us to spending time around unproductive people or pretenders or the wannabes or the naysayers. Got to shed that negativity. It's a new year. We're starting a new, starting over again. If people are not behind you and not, and not supporting you and put, lifting you up, they're pulling you down. It's one or the other. That's kind of how gravity works. You're either getting lifted up or pulled down. I've learned that again, that important lesson since I've moved here to carry to Key West. You see, in Key West, the culture is such that it's very magnified of the people that will pull you up or take you down. I go, I was on, I told you guys a while back about when I was on Facebook uh, Marketplace or one of the Facebook groups, and I see the tenants attacking people when they post the rental. Oh, it's too expensive. What's wrong with you? And I started getting bummed out about Key West. I almost felt like I needed to leave the island because I thought this island's worth it, just populated by a bunch of whiny little bitches. And then I, my friend Carrie had told me that's not the real key West. The key, real key West does not exist on Facebook. It exists on Francis street and William street and front street. That's where the real key West lies. And you know what? She's right. And I closed Facebook and I went back out and immersed myself in the culture, in the community. And I fell back in love with key West all over again. And what I realized is that the folks that are on social media all the time, those are usually the least productive people in society. They're usually the troublemakers. Unfortunately, I've had friends that were such, I don't know, malignant tumors that just would not go away on social media. And they're negative and they're always making nasty jokes and saying nasty things. And they're correcting people's spelling and grammar and just still silly stuff like that. It's like, my God, I never really realized how small and insignificant you are in the grand scheme of things. And I had to separate people from my life for that reason, because they showed their ass on social media over and over and over again. And frankly, I don't want to be aligned with that. I don't need those people in my life. I'm here to tell you, if you shed yourself of these unproductive, unproductive people, unsupportive people, toxic, cancerous people, 2022 is going to be a heck of a lot better year for you just by doing that. Trust me when I tell you, it's a tough thing to do because sometimes that means close friends and family, yeah, you're going to have to kick them to the curb. But I'm here to tell you, man, it feels really good on the other side. A lot of people got the boot in 2021 and 2022 because they were not helping me or the world be a better place. They were working against that whole thing. So painful as it was, they had to go. It's like, you got to go. You got to hit the, the door, hit you in the ass. And man, life has been much better ever since. It's also a lot more peaceful and quiet because there's not all that negative chatter and bullshit around you. It's a great, it's a great thing. It's just absolutely a great thing. Let's talk about uh, allowing scarcity or fear uh, or, you know, fear of missing out, push you into committing to do a bad deal. How about that not happen this year? 
How about you, if somebody shows you a property that's for sale or tells you about an opportunity, you're at the local real estate meeting and you get an email with a pitch and somebody says, what do you think? How about you just don't get involved if it doesn't fit your criteria? And let's, for that matter, have some criteria. If you don't have investment criteria, this is the year to get it. It's going to be a great year because you're going to get serious about what type of asset you're investing in, how much of your money you're going to invest, or if you're going to raise money, how much money you're going to raise, and what you're going to do, and you're going to get selfless this year, and you're going to go out and make things, make something better for someone else in 2022. And that automatically is going to pay exponentially. You're going to just feel so good doing it, and it will pay you back tenfold. That I promise you. And lastly, I want to wrap it up with probably the most common mistake that people make every year. And here's how it goes, right? It comes in December. You're like, man, that year sucked. This year is going to be a new year and I'm going to start a new business and I'm going to get into real estate investing because that'll change everything for me. I won't have money problems anymore or bad credit or none of that. And it's like, well, if you come into real estate investing broke, you'll leave broker. That I assure you. Very few people that come in having a tough time financially make it. Okay, the, the 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 rate of failure for folks that are having a tough time financially and try to use real estate as a life preserver is high, very high. Uh, probably like a 99% chance that you'll fall flat on your face. So if that's you, take 2022 to get your you and know what together. Get it together. Get your credit right. Get your money right, as Grant Cardone says. And if you are in a good position and you got good credit and you got your money right, then let's not get sucked into the common things, this stuff that we talked about in this podcast, that'll hold us back. Let's not think about doing stuff like investing time and money, precious, precious time, in crazy things like what color logo should I get? Should it have palm trees or not? What color should it be? Wasting a bunch of effort coming up with a catchy name for the business that you have that has yet to produce a dollar. And frankly, if you don't get out there selling, never will. And don't don't buy those four LLCs. Don't hire that guy to make those four LLCs for you because he said you need them because of all the liability you'll incur as a real estate investor. Well, you first got to have some real estate to in, incur any liability at all. And guess what? There is for that right out of the gate. You can buy insurance. Yes, you can. And insurance will help you. And you don't need to go out and get those four LLCs and all that extra crap and do all the fancy footwork and look like your Bill Gates or, or Microsoft or something before you even write your first offer. Instead, spend the year getting centered. Spend the year out in front of people, talking to people, shaking hands. How about just going up and saying hello to a stranger, introducing yourself, stepping outside of yourself, and seeing what you can bring to the community. And if you start to think that way, what you're going to find is that opportunity surrounds you everywhere. You're going to see that there's lots of people that you can help, and there's even more people out there that will help you because that's how karma works. If you give to the, the environment, the environment will give back to you. Have a great 2022. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.